Hello, weebs. Welcome, and thanks again for tuning into another episode of Jordos uh, Star Podcast. Hooray! Uh, today we're talking seasonals. Been a little bit since we talked seasonals. I think it's been. It might have been almost a year since we talked seasonals. I think but... it might be a year since we talked seasonals. Yeah, they used to be a regular thing on the show, but uh, I don't know. We just moved them around and thought uh, it was a good time to bring them back. See what um, we're watching, see what we watched. Okay. See what's good. I think the thing is, like, we kind of also realize we watch some very different things than seasonals. So it's hard to mm-hmm. say, oh, why are you watching the seasonal? And we both watch different shows. Yeah. Yeah, we're covering a lot today, trying to do both summer and fall. So there'll at least be, like, enough overlap in all of those, especially since Uchi's seen so much. I... And I've got a bunch of non seasonals to kind of jump into a little bit, too. I love the way you say I've seen so much, but I actually haven't. Like, I don't, I, I don't, it's not like I don't, I slew down the amount of shows I've, I watch regularly now, right? It's kind of been like a thing I've talked about a lot in like the, the three years we've done the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm on analyst right now. I have 47.1 days watched. Where are you? I think I'm still sitting at like the high 80s. Uh yeah, eighty nine point six. So you've watched double what I've watched. Yeah, and I think since the last time we did this, because last time we talked about how many shows I watched, I think I was sitting at like eighty eight days, and that's yeah, probably almost. Oh, like even s- looking at your little tracker, like it's it's pretty sparse. Yeah. But then I go to my own, and it's like nearly every day has. Oh, but maybe then... not nearly every day, but it's every day you log, so it's it's not necessarily yeah. indicative of what you've watched per se. But I think you've shown up a... and you logged. Yeah, uh, I was going to point out that's like another thing. I I noticed like you break like putting down every time you've watched a new episode, right? Yeah, and like I'm very. I but then you guys do the AWC challenges, right? Mm-hmm. I don't do those challenges, so I don't do it like that. I just I start a show when I complete. That's when I log out. I've watched it, and that's like the normal person way to do it. <laughs> that that's like. I'm not going to call you a casual with double the time watched than, than I've got, but I love my little tracking. I got on Board Game Geek yesterday, yeah. so I could do that with board games. I, I'm on Goodreads. I'm on Analyst. I love having my little like tracker, tracking. and especially since I'm not the only one on the Crunchyroll account, it's a good way <laughs> to keep track of what where I'm at in a lot of these shows, especially because with those watch challenges, I watch... 10 shows at a time maybe not quite 10 shows at a time but i fly through 10 shows in four weeks i think so, it also shows in the fact that like I, I, like leading up to it right like you said like the crunchy for the fact that we share it right um <laughs> do you remember when i messaged you i was like oh no bro someone's watching taki op destiny <laughs> yeah i paused for a second i was just uh that's that's me, buddy. I watched Tactical P Destiny. <laughs> like, I was uh, like, oh shit, my bad. Yeah, yeah. That one, that was one of the ones I watched for that challenge. Because like this month, I watched Tacto P, Skate the Infinity, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Little Witch Academia, IQ Season Three, Wolf Children, Fooly Cooly Grunge, Tales of Crystoria, The Wake of Sin, Odd Taxi in the Woods, and Kids on the Slope. So, so all over the place. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Little Witch? For because it's a 
the original one, like the 30 minute short, like the ONA, I think, was just uh, an indie special, right? Kind of. It was just like, a, like an OVA, right? They just did yeah. it can, right? I think it was for like a, a specific thing. Let me double check because Brick was like, mentioning it, but I enjoyed it. it. Not that it was anything crazy. It's a, it's a, like O and A, but it's just it was cute. It was simple. The animation was like half decent. Oh, it was, wait. So you watched the O and A? You didn't watch the TV show? Uh, correct. I watched the. Oh, it's technically a twenty-six minute movie, so it wasn't an O and A. Pardon me. Original net animation, so it's an O and A. I mean. That's fair. That does make more sense. It is. It's just listed as a movie on Analyst, but uh, it was for the. It was created for the Young Animator Training Project. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, with Little Witch Academia, you've got the twenty-six minute ONA, right? Which was like, it's it's really cute. It's fun. It's good, right? Mm. And then uh, people loved it so much that Crunchyroll did a not Crunchyroll. I don't know why I say Crunchyroll. Studio Trigger did a GoFundMe to then do the two-hour movie, mm. right? I don't remember the name of the movie. And then after the movie, like, that was so successful that actually did a 24-episode TV series. I'm checking to see if I can find the movie. Is the movie the sequel? Yeah, the movie's the sequel. Little Witch Academia, The Enchanted Parade. Yeah, The Enchanted Parade. So it's that, right? And, like, yeah. so... Uh, it's Little Witch Academia, the 26-minute ONA, then the... Uh, Enchanted Parade is a direct sequel to that. And then the TV series is a retelling of Real Witch Academia. So it's kind of, it's like the same character, same vibes, all that stuff, right? But it kind of is a snow world where the movies didn't happen. Oh, okay. And it's like an expansion on kind of the original. Yeah, like, it's an expansion. Loose concept it. that they gave. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think in. Um, in the in Little Witch Academia, the ONA, right? The main antagonist, Diana, right? It's kind of like, um, I don't want to say flat, but like there's not a lot of depth for her, but like that's like the trail of the fact that it's only 26 minutes long, right? And like, one yeah, she's really a enjoy. very like quickly established bully. She's just like, okay, like you gotta establish it in like under a minute or two that she's one, the bad guy, two, the main character doesn't like her, and three, like a reason to dislike her amongst other things but you don't have a lot of time so it does make sense no no you don't and like i think like the thing with like the tv show like it expands a lot on the characters and i think that's done really well right but it's also mm-hmm. kind of like one of those regularizations because like the tv show came out in 2017 right so that's uh, six years ago there. yeah 2017 like whenever like te- i think Technically, it's a complete story, right? So, like, it doesn't need a sequel, but, like, I feel like there's never going to be any more Little Witch Academia media. No way. Unless they do, like, a remake or remaster of it, whatever, down the line, but... Yeah, it's, but... It's a trigger project that's not really... We didn't get anything for, for Gurren Logan. I think, at the 15-year anniversary? The tw- no. Either the 20-year or the 25-year anniversary is coming. But then, uh, Gwen Logan is actually not even to your trigger, so they wouldn't have anything to do with that, right? Oh, that's true. I always I always attribute it to them, because I know, I know that was the split when, like, trigger became a thing. Yeah, because, like, the people who worked on Gwen Logan, like, some of the people went on to create Studio Trigger, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, 
Yeah, so like this, that's why like people attributes go and log into Studio Trigger, but no, right? Like there's not a lot of Studio Trigger shows that get series sequels, right? I think the only ones we can think of are the SSS universe. Yeah. Yeah, because it's yeah, Gridman that one, that's interesting. and the Gridman Design on movie. Which have we gotten access to that yet now that I think about it? No, not yet. Oh, I want it. I need it. But I mean, all the same. Anyway, anyway I decided uh, yeah, I like this Little Witch Academia. Uh, honestly, I picked some good stuff for this year or this year, this month. Because Skate the Infinity had literally like the bad guy is skateboarding Dio. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jojo guy like Dio. Yes, yes, hundred percent. He was kind of like much flatter. Not that Dio is particularly deep, deep. But, I don't think Dio's deep. He just just in Jojo, and Jojo everything is extra. Yes, a hundred percent. Dragon Maid was good. I enjoyed Dragon Maid too, actually. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Dragon Maid. We don't have to talk yeah. about Ta- Takeopi Destiny. It's I don't want to talk about it because I realized I, I realized on episode at the end of episode eleven that it was made for a gotcha game. Yeah, but like gotcha it's not even the problem with the gotcha games. I have a, I just have a lot of problems with like. Post episode eight of Taki. Yeah. No, no, no. Not even post episode eight. I have a lot of problems when the main antagonist shows up. Fuck that! That antagonist really dragged the show down. It was so dull. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to hang on. I got. I watched good stuff this month. You know what? You I watched Haiku. You watched Haiku season. I watched Haiku season three, and I knew that that was this is a minor spoiler. But I mean, the season is called like Haiku or like. Uh, the school versus school it's one match it's the finals match to go to nationals and i didn't think it would hold up because i'm like a whole match for 10 episodes i was wrong it was great it was awesome pacing was good uh i love the characters i've seen the first two seasons like i enjoy i enjoy haikyuu no if you enjoy sports anime you should more than likely enjoy a haikyuu that's my official endorsement anyway Yeah, yeah yeah Um, Fully Cooly Grunge. Fully Cooly hasn't been what it's been for a long time. I think Fully Cooly, Fully Cooly season, the first Fully Cooly is just so iconic. It's really hard to follow that up, right? Everything else is like pairing comparison. Yeah, animation wasn't great. It was. It's definitely made more for the old school, or with the idea of like tsunami. Yeah, it, it very. It feels very. I guess like is it. Americanized isn't the right word, but like America, like like North America targeted. Isn't Fully Cooly Grunge also like done by Toonami? Like I'm it pretty sure that the one two okay, not done by them. Like it's still anime in Japan, all that stuff. But I'm, I like think Fully Cooly sponsored by yeah, like the other one, like on the production committee. No, it wasn't uh, Toonami. It's gonna... Adult Swim. Uh, yeah, that's that's the word I was looking for. That's a little more accurate. Yeah, Adult Swim's uh, Toonami program block. Yeah. And it was fine. It felt like it was for Adult Swim. And it was okay. Yeah. Uh, little... Tales of Restoria, The Wake of Sin. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no it's here. fine, it's fine. Let's move off of Fully Cooly. But yeah, yeah so... Tales of Restoria was whatever. It's it's a Tales short. It was kind of the intro cinematic to a game. It didn't make okay. me want to play the game, but credit where it's due. Uh, Odd Taxi in the Woods was just a retelling with a mm-hmm. little bit of a different ending. Oh, so it's like a um, the movie, confirmation movie, right? Yeah, with like a little bit extra at the end. Like I think the last half hour ish was something different. 
Not or or a, con- a short continuation. I still have to watch Odd Taxi. I, I recommend Odd Taxi. I think people are pretty split on it in general, but Odd Taxi itself was it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the real good ones I watched, though. Wolf Children. I really enjoyed Wolf Children. Yeah. It was kind of like heart-wrenching because basically it's a single mother raising two children who are half wolf and half human. Like they can just transform at will and they have, she's just trying to figure out one, how to raise at like normal human children, but also wolf children. And it's just like an analogy for the difficulties of being a single parent with the, the wolf fantasy aspect kind of thrown in. Into it. Okay. Yeah. And kids on the slope was, Mm, I enjoyed Kids on the Slope. I, I get, I know that it was incom- the manga was incomplete when it aired, which is a bummer. Yeah. But I think I only need to read five chapters to get caught up. Which is like really not bad. So wait, is the manga not finished then? Or did it finish? It's it's finished now, but when it aired in 2012, it was unfinished. Or when oh, not, so I guess maybe not. Shocked. Brick was saying that it's, it's literally like five chapters after the show is done. Oh, that's very short. Okay, I was not expecting mm-hmm. that. But yeah, that was all my stuff from. That, that's what I watched this month. That's all I've been blasting through, other than like the the actual seasonal stuff. Yeah. I don't know though. Do we want to do summer and fall? We can do summer and fall, right? Like my summer list is not that long. I, I'm pretty sure my fall list as well is not that long, right? I've got eight and eight, but I think we actually overlap on a good I've, chunk of things. In summer. I don't even know if we. Okay, uh, do you want me to go first with, like, what I watched over the summer? Yeah, because you have my list in front of you, so okay. you can kind of so, see. You can you, you guide us into what we're talking about, because you, you got everything. Because I let me go through stuff that I've watched that I'm pretty sure you didn't watch, right? I watched mm-hmm. Jobless Reincarnation Season 2. I don't need to say much about Jobless Reincarnation. You either love it or you hate it. I personally love it. Some people will never watch it. That's fine. I watched Homer and the Missing Pieces. Which is a anthology series set in between episodes of Homer, right? I, I personally, I really liked it because, like, I think with Homer season one, it tells the whole story of like the manga, but they cut a lot of stuff, right? So, like, mm-hmm. with season one, why I did like it, I thought it was like really, it was really rushed, and like certain characters didn't have the same thing, right? Or, like, characters will be introduced and they'll disappear for, like, eight episodes and come back. And, like, they'll have interactions like they're best of friends, but I didn't understand why, right? So, with Homer, the missing pieces, it just tells random stories from throughout the manga that was kept, right? And I thought it was kind of cute because, like, there was no pressure because, like, the story itself had already been wrapped up. So, it was, like, it was kind of nice. Um, I watched My Happy Marriage, which... I think episode one, two, three starts off really strong, gives a really good vibe, right? And um, just to give you a quick overview about like what my happy marriage is about, uh, the synopsis is: despite despite being born into a noble family, Mia lost her birth mother at a young age, grew up being abused by her stepmother, stepsister, and father. When she finally receives news that she's been married, off, she finds out that her husband to be is Kyoko, a soldier with reputation for being cruel and heartless. In fact, he has numerous has had numerous fiance, previous experiences who have all fled his household and none lasting even a mere three days, right? 
that's like the condensed thing right so you could kind of see like why it would be kind of interesting right yeah yeah and like it's also set in a world where it's like the supernatural creatures and all that stuff right oh okay so it's not necessarily non-fiction i guess which i don't know the, the concept alone didn't really hook me but i'm assuming the supernatural world gives more to the story than i guess what non-fiction or not non-fiction but uh a more like, generic like earth retelling i guess would give i think the generic earth retelling can still work pretty well if you ha- like have likable characters right Mm-hmm. And I give you this Mio and uh, I'll say his name Kudo, right? His first name because Kudo is way easier to pronounce than his last name. I actually kind of like about characters, right? For like the first eight episodes, right? And then um, where I kind of started getting annoyed with the show was like it's it sounds really trash saying it like this, right? But I don't like... I really don't like characters that have no agency. That's a very valid complaint, though. If there's no drive for your character. Like, it's the reason I can't watch a lot of Slice of Life. Like... Because you don't need agency in a Slice of Life because... No, you don't. But, like, Slice of Life... Some Slice of Life have no agency and, like, that's perfectly fine, right? This one is, like... My biggest problem is, like... In, last, in the last half of this show, right, like from eight, episode eight onwards, a serious pl- like it's like from the description of the show, right? You think Kudos this cruel person, or is just like the misunderstood bad boy, you know that mm. shit, right? That they're like doing right, but it's soft to the heart and just wants the best for and all that stuff, right? Which worked perfectly fine until like episode eight when something happened that separated like Mio from Kudo, right? Yeah. And then like. They were like asking Mio, what do you want to do, right? And instead of her being like, I want to see my fiance, or I want this, or I want this, right? She just sat there quietly, right? Which, in one aspect, is fine. It makes sense for the character who's essentially been abused by the stepmom, stepsister, and father, right? Been treated like that the whole life, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm watching a non-fiction. Not non- I'm watching a fictional show. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, to be so that real. real. Yeah. yeah, like give me give me a character with at least some agency. I'm like, I don't expect her to run across fucking Tokyo to find him or anything like that, right? But like, just yeah. some agency to try to escape the situation instead of just being instead of just being the damsel in distress, right? Yeah, and like yeah, think, that's a tired trope if it's not. <laughs> Like done particularly well, just in my opinion. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, like that's the one I wanted to talk the most about, right? Other shows I watched, I watched Talking Over the Moon for You, the OVA things. That was cute. I watched You Under the Parian, which was like a weird show, which was kind of cute and fun to watch. I watched, I don't know, no, that's like an OVA. I skipped that, right? Um, what's on the other side? Probably I've left. Fate Stage Night Whispers of Dawn. What a fucking fun first episode. Because, <laughs> like, it's the first episode for this uh, Whispers of Dawn TV show that's going to come out way later, right? But, yeah. like, 
I feel bad if you don't if you don't know Fate or you don't watch Fate because that would have been like confusing as fuck to watch for the first episode. <laughs> I watched it. I'm like, oh, we. I like, I was like, oh, we going in and like this is not holding your hands and it's not telling you anything. It expects you to have watched Fate beforehand. Yeah, and like, yeah. I that's that's exactly where I was at. I <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I couldn't. I watched it for the challenge. Yeah. I, and that's fine because one of my I think something I had. Oh, I, I had Roroni Kenshin and I. Could not watch Roni Kenshin, but yeah, no, fate so I, I threw in fate. No, it it did not hold your head. No, no, that, it's just like here, know what we're talking about or shut up. It was still pretty good. Don't get me wrong, but oh, I, I couldn't enjoy fantastic. it to its fullest. I think the thing is like it expects you to know how the normal um, holy wars work, right? Yeah, which is not something I knew. No, or was like familiar with um, the f- is it fate. Fate Strange, no, uh, Fate Day Night, Unlimited Blade Works, has an hour first episode. It's boring as fuck, ah. but explains how the world works. It okay. gives you all the information before the war starts. That way, during the actual, like, fighting in the show, they know they have to have breaks to explain stuff. Yeah, you're just like, here's your informative first episode. Just yeah. Stomach it's, this and we'll like, get stomach right this. It. It's really boring, but you need this to understand how the rest, how this universe works and what the Holy War is, why people are fighting, how the magic system works, right? Fate Strange, Fate, Fate Strange, Fate, Whispers of Dawn doesn't have that, right? So it's like, you have to already understand how the Holy War works, how Servants works, how the command spells work. And then on top of that, why this Holy War is different from the rest of the Holy Wars watching the rules, right? So it doesn't hold your yeah. hand. Yeah, um, no, there was a, there was a lot in that that I just did not follow, and that yeah. was honestly like not too bad. I didn't expect to understand a lot because I know Fate is kind of uh, an expansive series at this point. Like, so there's weird. a lot to the Fate universe, so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna watch this for the challenge. And as long as like the animation's good and I find it interesting enough, like it'll be an hour spe- well spent enough. And it was. Like, I wasn't expecting yeah. the world from it, and I didn't get it, and that's fine. But I thought it was fantastic. Like. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else is there? Uh, we're both watching JJK. Still good. Yeah, I think we do a full episode on JJK. Yeah, we'll once season two's done, I think we just do like a collective episode. Yeah. Um, but because that's got, yeah, we're both watching that for summer and fall technically. You're gonna get mad at me for this next one. I don't know. Let's uh, talk about this one first before the one you're gonna get mad at me for. Uh, Zom one hundred bucket list of the dead. Fantastic. But it's not finished. We don't know when it's gonna finish. Yeah, that's my only complaint, and yeah. I'm okay with it because it's the premise of the show is that the grind culture of Japan is bad. So if ultimately, like a lack of grind and letting these people who work on these projects take time off, and we don't get fine, we don't get one show. That comes out consistently, or we get shows coming out slower. I'd be happy with that. I very much already don't believe in the grind that exists as it is. So I'm okay if we get things slower. I'm okay that we're not getting the last what is it three episodes? Yeah, three episodes. 11, yeah, give them to me when we get them. We'll I'm get sure they're coming. The show was great. I think like, I don't know if it tracked well, but yeah when when the show when the anime finishes i might read the manga but like if i feel like the thing is like the anime is such a visual like massive piece right like the 
there hasn't been moments like I think there's only one episode where you'd be like, "Oh, that's a bit rough," but like even like a bit rough still looks so good. It looks great. I like, know, genuinely <laughs> great. And like it's it's Studio Bugs first anime. They're gonna learn from this experience and do better. And I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm I hope they do. Like I yeah. hope they and they figure out how to like get these things done while doing the vacation time because if they set an example for the rest of the industry that like you don't have to turn these things out like yeah. i'm not i'm being very optimistic here but it's not completely out of the question for that to be a thing you, and for you, that to be an option you know you don't have to so, be like uh studio mappa yeah exactly you don't have to grind your employees into the ground to drop brand new and don't get me wrong i like my mappa stuff so i am the problem yeah but at the same time I'm okay if we get these things slower. I'm okay if we don't have weekly releases. I know that's not how TV works. And that's how we're getting these things. Or how these things are, are made. Like, anime is not made for streaming. It's made for TV. Most of the time. But, yeah. all the same, I'm okay if we get these things on a more, I guess, lackadaisical like pace. Time yeah. yeah. Um, time for you to get mad at me. Yeah. I didn't finish Undead Murder Fest. That was honestly probably my favorite of last season, and that includes JJK. I found that show. I loved the mystery aspect, and and they do a lot with uh, for the uninitiated. They do a lot with uh, British folklore, so Sherlock Holmes, uh, like werewolves. Uh, I think just good whatever folklore. No vampires. Fra- oh, Frankenstein. There's Frankenstein. There's vampires. There's yokais. There's... Yeah, it's a lot of I get I don't even know if it's like necessarily mostly like European British, but the main character is an oni, so like a, a, a Japanese oni. ogre. Yeah, half oni. Pardon me, but I really enjoyed it. The fight scenes were good. The main character was like the perfect level of goofy and completely out to lunch. Sign me up every time there's a himbo. No, that but, himbo energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the reason why I didn't finish it. I agree with you with with all that. It's really good. It's all that stuff, right? It just fell off my watch list. (laughs) That's fair. It just it just kind of happened. Like I fell a couple of episodes behind, and I was like, "Ah, shit." Oh well. (laughs) Honestly, that doesn't shock me. The pacing of the show was really good, and I think that was a pretty good, like a pretty strong point of it. So if you fall too far behind and you're not willing to get back into that groove of it, I I could see it falling off. As much as I enjoyed it, yeah, because. I would end up doing kind of two-episode chunks. I would never watch it week to week. I think I watched it like two or three episodes back to back. So I'd get into like a bit of a groove, watch like a full hour of it, and then I'd only be a few days away usually from the next episode. And then I'd probably still wait, push it off, and then watch two, whatever. But being able to watch kind of multiple in a row, especially because they do a bunch of like smaller, like shorter multi-episode like mini-cores almost, or like little arcs. It kind of worked out really well because I think in the twelve episodes they had three, three murders, maybe four, four arcs. Mysteries. I don't know why I say mysteries, murders. I guess so. Because uh, there was murders, there was a heist. It was kind of typical, like eighteen hundreds, uh, thriller. Probably not the right term, but like mystery detective show. Yeah. And normally I don't, I don't 
vibe with that at all. But I like this one. Okay. Uh, is there anything else on my list that we were both watching? Uh, no, I think. Did you ever seen Duality Noir? Nope. For a game, a show about a game, it was like really not bad. Anyway, I think we've spent a lot of time not talking about fall anime because I think another we're actually watching a lot of similar stuff in fall. <laughs> ah, I see someone added the evidence in shadow. The evidence in the shadow. Look, look, the evidence in the shadow is fucking spectacular. It's so dumb, but so much fun. I'll probably I'll, I'll probably put that into a challenge for next month. I'll find somewhere to slot it. Like it's, yeah, it's that's why I guess the evidence of the shadow is like it's such a good time. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to watch that one for sure. Cause okay, so here's my quick list of everything I'm watching. Uh, MF Ghost, which is the initial D spiritual successor, uh, not even spiritual, literal successor. Uh, Overtake, Berserk of Gluttony, Doctor Stone, New World Part Two. I have Freer and Beyond Journey's End on this list, but I haven't started it yet. Uh, Shangri-La Frontier and Shy. All right. Um, my list. Freer and Beyond Journey's End. Eminence in the Shadow Season 2. Dr. Stone, New World Part 2. Uh, the 100 Go- Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really Like You. Shy. Overtake. And I think that might be it. I think the weirdest thing with Fall for me is I'm actually technically watching two isekais. I don't think they're literally no, isekais. Because... What's that? Which is all the isekai? Uh, Shangri-La is technically an isekai. And I think Berserk of Gluttony is also an isekai. Oh. Yeah. Just the way, because they have stats and stat blocks in Berserk of Gluttony. But do the characters oh. die and get one in another world? So the character didn't die in either of them, and I know, but I know for a fact that Shangri-La Frontier is tagged as an isekai. So they don't actually have isekai tagged in. Wait, sorry. Did a character get transported to another world? It, not in Berserk of Gluttony. Uh huh. But in Shangri-La Frontier, he's transported. It's it's super high-level VR, effectively. So he's still alive, but he exists within this world as well. So, But can he leave the world of the game? Yes. That's not an isekai. But it's tagged as an isekai. That's not an isekai. But Analyst says it's an isekai. Analyst is full of shit. That's not an isekai. I know. I found that really weird. It has a lot of isekai vibes, though. It, yeah, it has video game vibes, right? Because some isekais are set in the world of video games where you can't leave, aka Overlord or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I feel like my problem is, like, getting back, it's like, isekai gets a lot of shit because some terrible shows end up being tagged as isekais when they're not even isekais, right? I don't yeah. know if Shangri-La is a good show or not, right? It might be fantastic, but if it's not watched- isekai... I watched four straight episodes of it. I watched the first one and then just kept rolling. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why, but I enjoyed it enough so far. Like, I'm caught up. I got caught up right off the bat. So, it's it's been enjoyable. But 60% of people, or 60% of the tags are 
or it's tagged 60% as an isekai. I don't know how those percentages actually work. So. I feel like 60 dumbasses put isekai. I'm, get, I'm getting really annoyed for no reason. The noted right. isekai defender here. I'm, no, I'm not even a noted isekai No, do you know why I'm a fucking isekai defender? It's because the problem is they're generally good shows, but people don't watch shows because they just see the word isekai. Fucking ReZero is amazing. Right, but no one will watch it because they see Isekai. And I'm like, motherfucker, you're watching some trash out there, and you're just not gonna watch this one just because it says Isekai in the title? Isekai Defender. Yeah, I, I literally said I would defend Isekai for this reason. Did you not mess up on when I said that? <laughs> live your truth, King. I also live your truth. How the fuck is Hunter Hunter an Isekai? What? Yeah, okay. it's. It's tagged there. I put I put the tag Isekai in my anime. That's number one, Hunter Hunter. I need to see this. Hang on. We're welcome to the Isekai episode. <laughs> like, Actually, that'd be a funny episode. We should do an Isekai episode. Like, yeah, Hunter Hunter, no reason for that. I don't even think Does she die and spirited away? And she gets transported to another world, so fine, yeah, that counts. Okay, that's true, that's true. Isekai doesn't mean you just die, you get transported to another world, and it's hard to get back to your normal world, right? Yeah. She had to do a sh- bunch of shit to get back to her world. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Kobayashi's so Dragon Maid is an Isekai, is that an Isekai? You watched it. Kobayashi's Dragon Maid? Yeah. It's, okay. Depends on who we're looking at. <laughs> Uh, the, the dragon's main character, <laughs> the main dragon character, the maid, can travel to and from her world no problem. Other dragons cannot. It's it's difficult for her rival to to go between worlds. Okay, okay, okay. Hear me out. Question: If a bunch of aliens crash into Earth and they're stuck on Earth, are they now isekai to Earth? For fun's sake, yes. If you if you get into a shipwreck and you're stranded on a desert island, you have been isekai <laughs> to the desert island. For fuck's sake! I'm, I hold firm on this. This is my new. This is my definition for isekai. So, uh, so stupid. So I have a uh, a new isekai for you to watch. It's a two and a half hour film. It came out in 2000. It's starring Tom Hanks. The 2008 <laughs> Castaway is an isekai. I refuse to budge on that take. That Castaway is an isekai. My castaway is not an isekai. Oh Please make that the title of this episode. I just want the title of this to be Castaway is an isekai. I don't know if anyone will get it at the end of the day, but that's got to be somewhere. Put, put that in the fucking show notes. So that way I remember when I upload it. Castaways yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my I, I'll put it in the end. This is... Uh... We even got distracted. Let's go back to the fucking season of things. Okay. Oh so some of the good stuff. The things we... Actually, you know what? Are you caught up on Shy now? Yeah, I'm all caught up on Shy now. Okay. I... Okay, okay. But uh, before Shy started, I was like, why does this give me fucking My Hero vibes? Because it's My Hero. <laughs> but better. It, it's My Hero, but I haven't watched it long enough to hate the characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cheesy. It's definitely giving me that, like, 
season one my hero vibes which i'm not gonna give a <laughs> shit about in i don't know like 10 more episodes like i'll finish the first core i don't think i'll ever watch a shy season two I, I, because you know, i know the story i know what's gonna happen not the all, story but i know, know what's gonna happen do you know why because like i realized in my hero it's been six or seven seasons of deku being the exact fucking same yep right yep it's it's exhausting it's just and i don't mind it for a season or two but like we did in our, our my hero rant we hated season six like collective we were just this is boring this is tired it's not done well so like if they had a good character in those seasons like a character i enjoyed more than deku i could overlook a lot of the issues that my hero had but but it does it's and that's just like kind of the burden of superheroes they uh, have to play like especially we've talked about this a couple times like a couple times in the past superhero burnout is so real because yeah. it's such a like deeply entrenched trope it's you cannot waver in superheroes because i don't think people are interested in it wavering i i it's, i know in like with marvel and dc and like the West, superheroes are so samey, so samey. Yeah, and that's what people want. That's what the fandom wants. So I'm I'm clearly outside of the fandom looking in when I ask for something different. I think if, I, if I'm wrong on that, like if there are more like, bigger superhero aficionados out there, let me know. I want to know if this is a good take. I mean, this is coming from someone who like I love the MCU from like the first three phases of the MCU, right? And then like after Spider Man, um no way home yeah i was like okay yeah and then like what what was whatever came out after that i was just like ah nah bro this ain't any chief like this is kind of the exact same format right because like yeah i think the thing was like with the superhero genre the reason why it worked for so long for that right is because they were building up to something Mm -hmm. and then once you've had your climax it's now how do you start rebuilding that again and like it's not being doing the same thing and you can see like how all the sameness has appeared in all this franchise and stuff right like i watched guardians of the galaxy volume 3 earlier this year right but all rights in past years that's a great movie i just kind of got bored in the movie because i'm like i've kind of seen this movie three times already yeah yeah like, it's, it's like, just you get similar stuff every time and like that's the thing with like My Hero Academia, right? It's been the kind of like the same thing for seven seasons. It's kind of the same thing with Shy. Shy is my hero, but with a female Deku. Literally, it's it's just I think it's just my hero for girls. Like I I don't want to say too much. That might be a bit of a problematic take for four episodes in, but it's it's clearly not tailored to the same like shonen audience. I and think, my hero is. I think what Shai does different is like Shai goes straight for the trauma like right out the bat, right? He tries to hit you with the shock value and then gives yeah. you like this whole for main character. Which is fine, that'll drag you in, but like it's not going to maintain that unless it does something different with your character, right? And like that's not me going being like I want my main character to be like Batman or some shit, right? I don't need her going around being like, I'll fucking end you, bro. Do you know who I am? I'm shy. Or some shit like that, right? That's not what I need, 
right? But I need the, the superhero genre to evolve past that. And, like, I don't know if it can or cannot. Yeah. I, it, it, it's to be determined. I think Shaw, I don't think Shy is going to do it, but... It's it's very much to be determined. Do you know what show I watched where I was like I was a hundred percent kind of surprised how how funny it is and slash how great the adaptation is. Hmm. There are a hundred girlfriends who really, really, really like you. Interesting. Okay. I was supremely not expecting that answer. Yeah, I know, right? Um for so first right off the bat, I have read the first two volumes of the manga, all right? So I can't. Right. I was familiar with the premise going into the show, right? I can't knew it was kind of funny, right? But like the reason why I stopped reading the manga, and the reason why a lot of people would never watch this anime, and I can't. I this is the first thing I say about the anime as well. In the first two volumes, you get introduced to two different loyal characters. Right away, you can make a choice whether you want to watch the show or not, mm-hmm. right? And like that's what stopped me from reading the rest of the manga. As soon as like the first loyal character got introduced, I was like, <sighs> but fine. I see you. Dicey. Right. Dicey. And then the second one got introduced, I'm like, I'd, I'm good now. I don't need this. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, watched, <laughs> I watched the first episode just uh, curious, right, to see like, how it's going to be, right? And it was really funny. Honestly, surprising. And Well, maybe it, not surprising. I just. It's a com- it was a I, comedy manga. Right? It was okay. a comedy manga, and I think that it, it was adapted really well for, to be on screen, right? Like, the jokes landed really well, right? And then, like, oh, um, yeah. the commitment to, like, the adaption is so good. Because they've, they've put anime original content to expand, like, some characters, which is fucking funny. Um, one of the jokes, like, it, like, the attention to detail in some of the jokes is great, right? In, like, one scene, the character gets hit in the eye. For about three or four minutes after he get hit in the eye, the one of the eyes stays red. Like, you don't need to put that much attention to detail in a harm no. anime. No, <laughs> like, there's no need for that. But so I was like, I kind of like this. This is this is a this is like a studio that really wants to adapt this and make it good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's that's honestly surprising. All things considered. <laughs> yeah. Like that oh, took okay. me by surprise. Like, paying attention. Um, because <laughs> like while I'm talking about that, let me say, let me quickly shit on a show that I watched. <laughs> I watched the first episode for, um, I don't know where's it on this list. I think it's called Rain Protocol. Oh, if you're gonna shit on a show, I want to shit on a show real quick too. <laughs> okay, let me do Rain Protocol, then you can shit on the show. Um, so the the premise of Rain Protocol is there's this dude who was like into video games, right? Like when he was young and he used to play online with a bunch of friends, right? And then um, something happened and he can't play video games anymore, right? He's got PTSD no. and <laughs> he absolutely refuses to play online, but he helps out at his friend's uh, internet cafe, right? Yeah. And like the internet cafe, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go full spoilers because you shouldn't watch the show. No one should watch the show. This show is fucking terrible. Oh boy! <laughs> so the friends, the friends internet cafe is in trouble, right? So he, they're like, we're going, they're going esports team, right? They're like, we need you to join the esports team so we can go win this amazing tournament and make money, right? And. <laughs> 
and like he starts trying to play the video game right and cuts back to a flashback of why he has PTSD so like <laughs> you should note he like in the beginning of the episode his sister could walk she's now she can't walk anymore right she's essentially stuck in bed all day right I don't know wheelchairs might not exist in this universe something also happened to his dad right? who knows who knows but uh <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he has PTSD, right? So the cut to show you why he has PTSD, and his dad and sister got into an accident. Okay. I don't know how video games relate to PTSD in that sense. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. So like, I was like, "What the fuck?" It was so funny. I'm like, "There's no need for you to give him PTSD." For the accident, right? And then that's why he can't play video games. You could have just been like, he can't play video games anymore because he has to work to support his family. Yeah. Right? Which would make so much more sense. But anyway, that's not what fucking sent me, right? So he's in the video game world, right? Playing like discount fucking Valorant or whatever, right? <laughs> and someone he used to play with is like, oh, you're rusty. You haven't played in a while, right? And he's like, yeah, I've been like four years or whatever the fuck it is, right? And then Ooh. like, you know, it has, like, that inspirational moment. It's like, I have to do this for my friends and all that shit, right? And it suddenly starts getting super good at video games again, right? And <laughs> the friend's like, oh, I thought you were rusty. And he's like, what do you mean rusty? I've been playing every single day in my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. The cheese is too much. The cheese is too much. Every day in my mind. Give me Like, no, this is after. It's like I have PTSD, so I can't play video games. But like, I'm playing them back in my head over and over. Like, God. okay, shutting your show. Okay, my my turn to shit on anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdom of Ruin. <laughs> First five minutes ish. Yeah. They kind of bring you in. They're like, oh, it's a cool world. Oh, they're changing their opinion of of witches because they used to help humanity, but now humanity relies on technology and so we will persecute witches. It's like Okay. All the witches are women. Red flag. Red flag number one. They capture the witch, a witch, and the main character. The main character is learning from this witch. In minute six, like, I don't know, I'm not literal about this, but, like, as soon as they kind of establish some of this world, they're like, okay, we are going to find a way to defeat the witches. They capture the witch. They capture the. Or sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. Before they capture the main character and the the witch, uh, you learn that they love each other. Yeah. Great. Okay. Very out of out of the blue. Very quick to establish that because they capture the witch, they teleport her with a satellite to the capital of hu- like human capital, where they embarrass her sexually, uh, by like ripping her top off, and the whole crowd is like filming it with their phones, like. And then they, like, red mist her in front of the main character. This is all before, like, the 15-minute mark of the first episode. 
because uh, then the credit or the the op plays so it's really it just establishes itself instantly as edgelord like garbage because uh, after that they show another scene where again all the witches that they captured are women are forced into i'm not going to get too deep into it i'll let you finish that sentence on your own they are captives and they're escaping from a prison and it's just like oh my god there were cool concepts and I'm actually pretty peeved that the description of this show does not tell you like how gnarly these things are because it's not overtly graphic by any means. It's still made for TV, but it's clearly made for like the worst fucking dudes to watch. Yeah. It, it's bad just to the point of being like, why am I even here? You know, like, I couldn't bring myself to watch the second episode at all. I was oh, like, oh, maybe we'll give it a chance to not be edgelord trash. But it is. And there's, it's not changing. There's no way it's changing. No, I don't believe it changed. Like, it just sounds like edgelord trash. Yeah, that's all it is. And I'm just like, okay, I don't need to put this shit on my fucking brain. Like, mm, nuts to that. Nuts no. to that. Um, Are you going to give that anime the... Like not trying to like divert away from like that edge of the trash thing, right? But we're pushing like towards the end of the episode, right? Are you actually gonna give that ep- that anime uh Butaba the story of a man turned into a pig a shot? The what? There's an anime about a guy who gets turned into a pig and then hangs out with a cute anime girl. Unlikely. <laughs> okay, cool. It's not just me. Yes, I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm not watching that shit. I'm not watching that yeah. shit. No, because I guess we could still talk a couple of things, but I am not caught up on as much as I've enjoyed Overtake. I'm not caught up. I'm Overtake's fantastic. Anyone who hasn't given a chance to give it a shot, it does. It explains the racing rules pretty well, so don't worry about getting it confused. It is a strictly sports anime. It is. A That's great... the only tag it has is sports. I, um, I think Overtake. I. When I watched the first episode of Overtake, I said it's it's like the high, it's like High Q, it reminds me of High Q, right? Now I've watched like what four episodes. I'm like, no, yeah. it reminds me more of Run of the Wind. It's very centered on the sport itself. Like like normally, like a I lot of these no, are going to get like sport drama, sport comedy, sport something. This is just sport. It is just sport, right? but I think the thing is like it's it's sport, but it's. It, it focuses more on the characters than just the racing. So, like, in you know, like, in Haikyuu, you literally just watch season three, which is a... The whole season is just this, an, a, a match, right? Yeah. In, high, in Overtake, a whole episode would never be a race. It's more about, like, yeah. the drivers and the supporting cast of other drivers in the actual racing. Like, the racing's still done well. Still talks about racing, goes into detail about that. But that's not the main thing. It's kind of just, like, the way Run of the Wind is. Like, Run of the Wind is a running sports anime, right? But it's more about the characters that are running than just the running. Yeah. Yeah. It's There's more to it. Yeah. And, honestly, I don't mind doing that. Like, I, I like having the subgenres kind of bounce around, but I do. I'm interested to see what just a sports anime has to offer a sports anime about the sport about the sports um uh, i wish the first but i'm not episode... caught up sorry oh no go ahead no you're not caught up on it 
No, I'm not caught up. And I'm not caught up on Dr. Stone, unfortunately. But, I mean, we've talked Dr. Stone a couple of times. I don't know how much we need to, to gush about it more. We've done two episodes of Dr. Stone. Go listen to them. You know we like it. We've done two, ep- oh, we've done two episodes of Dr. Stone. Yeah. Well, maybe anyway, welcome beats. to episode three of Dr. Stone. I mean. Uh, Stardust Telepath. I watched the first episode. It's cute. If you like cute shit, watch it. It wasn't for me. Fair enough. That's, I think, all I got, though. Um, last one for me. Because you're going to get shit on another show. Pray. Our dating story, they experienced you and they experienced me. Or, as <laughs> as Brick called it, ah, the season's baitful, lonely guys who get no bitches and have no money. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> but, the first episode was terrible. When I watched it, I... I watched it because I was like, I need to see how bad it is, right? I thought I'd hate the main character. Turns out I was wrong. I hate the main character's friends even more. Yikes! That no that's shit. not even the the like. I get it. The main character is easier to hate, but man, that's oh. oh. I, th- it, I think the thing is like, I I get why it's trying to go for right. Just be like, be a decent person in life, right? Because like, yeah. the main girl kind of did. Kind of got shit out of love with the people that she dated. But it kind of felt very fucking... Uh, what's the subreddit? Nice guys or... Um, oh, what's it that? was very... I know, I know what you're talking about when you say it's like a nice guys thing. It's like, yeah. I was nice to her, so she owes me. No, not even. No, no, no. That's not the right word. Um, what's... Incel? Yeah, incel vibes. I think that's the right thing. Where mm. like... Like the like the, the in the minds like oh girls just date people who like treat them like trash and like cheat and all that stuff right or I want to date me but like I'm a nice guy do nothing wrong right like yeah. it's and like it it I I don't know if it, it's ever going to go into like where he ends up doing something wrong or not right but the main character is just this really nice guy who's just there and like the only reason now this happened is because like you know he just hasn't had luck yet. And like he's just too nice for his own good. And yeah, like, fuck. I think I think my favorite thing. Sorry, my favorite thing is yes, self confidence is hard, right? Mm-hmm. But like, why is it like people just automatically assume no one would talk to you just because yeah, quote unquote, not as hard as another person? Because like the main guy in the show is like she'll never interact with me because she's so hot. I'm like. And then when he just said hi to her, she's like, oh, yeah, what's up? It's like, okay, dude, get shrecked. <laughs> it's like, like that's just a thing, right? You like, buffoon. The show gave me very much like, oh, this guy is just like, uh, oh, I'm just so spoken and like nice and like incel vibes to it. Like, it uh, might not be like that, right? It might be fine, but I was just like, I'm not in, I'm not here for I this. I not even give it a second chance to, no. to win me over, you no. know? It's like, yeah, if you show me that as your opening hand, I'm, it's like, it's just like uh, the Kingdoms of Ruin. It's like, you showed me your opening hand and it was awful. It was an awful opening hand. Like you're playing go, you're playing jokers, and you tried to go fish me. Jokers, uh, that that whole joke just uh, the whole analogy just went down the shitter. Oops. Like if you want to watch a show that I think does this concept a lot better, it's probably uh, what's what's that shit? My dress up, darling. 
Yeah, that's just an insecure guy who's it's an insecure learning guy. to find confidence. That's a yeah. different story. But like, it's about a an insecure guy who's learned to have confidence. But like, it's like, oh, what's the word I'm trying to put it? He he's friends with Marlon because he's friends with Marlon. Yes, right. They're friends. Yeah, he gets and he's ha- not like a ne- he's not necessarily like a filler character. He's not a self insert character. He's like. There are parts to him that are unique, like the doll building thing, and like they establish him as a character. Not, a, yeah. not if I recall correctly, a very deep character per se. But he's not like Tadano. There's not Tadano. Yeah, I think like th- that's what I'm trying to explain, right? If you want to watch a show where the slightly awkward nerdy dude gets to hang out with like the hot girl who's an actual person as well, my dress up darling, right? Because yeah. even then, the quote unquote hot girl also has different traits to her right yeah right and like, i think it's like it does a good job of also breaking down this barrier that people create in their minds about like why would this person interact with me because of like why would they do this like no it's just people are people sometimes people interact with you for whatever reason right? it doesn't have to be like that right yeah. our dating story does none of that it just it's, it's the bad parts it's, it's the just bad all parts. the bad parts with nothing mm-hmm. redeeming about the characters yeah, do not sign me up. Get me out of there. Yeah. But I think that's a, that's a big wrap for us. That's a lot of anime to cover in a small amount of time. It's a lot of anime to talk about in an hour. We didn't even touch like some of the other shows, but like, eh, maybe you want to watch them, maybe you don't. Who knows? We've already established like I barely watch animes nowadays. <laughs> yeah, Uji's not even a weeb anymore. Yeah, He's no, a I'm Koreaboo a- now. I'm a Koreaboo. I'm watching some Korean show, which reminds me, I have to get ahead of fucking Miss Donut before she catches up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Shout out to our patrons, as always. Donut, Kmart, Andrew Senpai, we being real ones. Next episode. Spoilers for our next episode. Full Metal Alchemist. And make sure to come hang on the Discord. We have regular community activities, and I'm trying to bring in more community activities for the Discord. So you can catch the link for the Discord in the bio of this episode, and Castaway is an isekai. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.